This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by the Peacock Network, bringing you Olympic coverage all Olympics long, as well as original hilarious comedic content like Rutherford Falls, The Amber Ruffin Show, and Girls 5 Eva. Ha 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 ha! Peacock, check it out. And now it's time for the Sports Lords! Hello, everyone. What's up? Hey. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you know, right off the top here, we address it. Uh, the elephant in the room. Jimmy is on a secret mission right now. He is, we have, uh, you know, sent him out on assignment. So because he's in a remote location and he doesn't have his computer or anything like that with him, he's having to join us. So you won't be able to see his beautiful face. During this broadcast, yeah. but you're going to hear those pipes yeah. and that dulcet I, sound. Yeah, I apologize to all the surfs out there um, that you can't can't see me today. Um, but like Diego said, I'm um, I'm doing a super secret, super special mission that um, you guys will be hearing and reading about in the news very soon. Um, so stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. Well. And I good luck to you on your mission, Jimmy. And I can't Thank wait you. to read about it in the paper of record. And hear about it. Yeah, you're going to be reading about it and hearing about it. You guys might not be hearing from me or seeing me again. Oh. Uh, but, but just know that, um, you know, in life, sometimes there are causes bigger than oneself, you know. <laughs> uh, and that's all I can say. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. And it's very selfless what you're doing and very dangerous. Thank you. Yeah, thank and very you. brave. Yeah, I think that's a really important um, aspect to, to focus on is my bravery. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, yeah. How, how's, how's the new house life, homeowner gym style treating you? Um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, uh, you know, I, I haven't lived in a house, uh, you know, many many years so it's kind of wild to go from living in dinky apartments for most of my adult life to um to having lots of space so that's cool um but yeah yeah no complaints so far uh would recommend five out of five right on nice that's amazing yeah 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 i think i think it's safe to say that you jimmy are and uh, winning. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Charlie Sheen. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, Charlie is in the studio. Um, just leaned He's... over the mic and yeah, I just point to him and he, he reads that line. <laughs> yeah. Um, he that's... loves reliving the most hectic, chaotic, and damaging part of his life. Yeah, he loves still talking about when he had a mental breakdown for everyone to see and kind of ruined a lot of relationships in his life. Uh, 
<laughs> but he really we love him it. for it. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, he's a good guy. Oh, great! He's guy. done some great films. Some yeah. great films. Yeah. Um how how was uh how was your week, Diego? Oh, it was great. It was really really good. You know, uh, enjoying the summer here in Buffalo. Balmy like low 80s okay so you're being fantastic for at first you're i thought you were being sarcastic no no it's great it's okay good, good. It's like one of the best summers i've had in a long time in terms of weather that's awesome nice. um i've been been enjoying watching you know our corporate overlords go to space that's been really cool that's uh, very exciting they're gonna mm-hmm. leave us here to burn alive that's well, awesome actually jeff bezos said that Cause like uh, I've been reading up and hearing a lot about this. Like there's like, I forget the name of it, but there's this, this thing that happens to astronauts and people that go to space that when you actually see the planet from space, like it changes your perspective and it makes you feel things and like want to be better and want to take care of it more and, and want to do stuff. So Jeff didn't really experience that cause he's a soulless piece of shit. But when he got back down to earth, Jimmy, what he said, the reason I uh, interrupted was because like rather than them like I also thought like oh all these billionaires are just going to leave us and go to space and leave us here to burn what Jeff yeah. wants to do is he wants to take all our pollution and all our factories and move those into space so yeah. they're going to move all of us schlubs into the work into work in space and they're going to stay here on the planet to clean it up oh that's well, wow Historically, when we colonize other areas and bring our industry to them, it works out pretty good. Yeah, for sure. So definitely does. Um, um, yeah, you know, I saw people online. I don't know if you guys saw any of this, but I guess there are people who speculate that um, Jeff Bezos takes HGH, <laughs> a la <laughs> a baseball player from the early 90s, late 90s, early 2000s, um, which is an interesting, interesting theory. People say like his, he's kind of got like the Kamel Nanjiani mm-hmm. um, face and skull and chin jaw definition. Um, and as people say, his voice is lower than it used to be. Oh, come on, so, dude. It's Jeff Bezos. He's always saying about <laughs> this dude. Yeah, I have never heard him just, talk and it was. I've always been an alpha. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> when he put on that cowboy hat, I immediately related. It was like, oh, he's yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, you forget that he's from New Mexico, so he's a real cowboy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real space cowboy now. What What's more of a cowboy move than starting an internet book business? Well, that's the thing <laughs> I was going to say. Can we stop calling him and these other billionaires geniuses? He started a book, an online book thing that like started just selling other crap. Like that's not a genius move. That's like anyone can do that. He was just the first to you know think of it. It's not a genius maneuver. He's just a capitalist douchebag. Yeah, who flies in a really reason... sexy rocket into space. <laughs> yeah, his, his Doctor Evil penis rocket. Yeah, that mushroom head rocket was real sexy, <laughs> isn't it? It's like, how did no one? catch that and flag that as an issue 
<laughs> just an image issue like hey uh jeff it's pr yeah mr bezos your your rocket looks a lot like a penis and yeah um people are gonna make fun of you because the internet just lit up with people comparing him to dr evil mm-hmm. it was right there mm-hmm. but i have a feeling he surrounds himself with yes people who would be way too scared to bring that up to him um yeah, I don't know. They did him and Zuckerberg and I guess like Richard Zuckerberg, Branson did yeah, the same thing. Yeah. yeah, like Zuckerberg got rich because he made a website to rate hot girls at his college. He's not a genius. It's He's just a perv. He's just a horny guy. Yeah, he's just a horny Which, guy. <laughs> yeah, that, if that makes you a genius, then we're all geniuses. Come on. That's and true. then Richard Branson... Um, somehow skated i guess because his didn't look as much like a penis and he's slightly more able to um be a human being at least appear as one he didn't get as much flack so um, yeah man it's 2021 if you're gonna build a rocket make it look like a vagina okay Mm -hmm. yeah enough of the patriarchy make a vagina rocket get in the space vagina rocket and take lizzo up there with you and then we'll get behind it right for some reason take her up there i don't know (laughs) um anyway yeah other than that guys uh pretty pretty happening sports time right now those milwaukee bucks went and done did it they done did it they did uh yeah Giannis is a champion now pretty yeah i i mean i hate to start off the show with a hot take because I know we're a show all about hot takes and we really love other shows about hot takes because that's really fun to do. But I got to get my hot take out there right now about this finals. Giannis, he's pretty good. Whoa. Damn. Pretty good about Easy, Easy Diego. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. We don't want to get in hot water right off the bat. I, look, Jeez. hey, man. Oh, no, he was, um... Come on! <laughs> This is the weirdest soundboard ever, by the way. Like, why does anyone need that? Oh, come on! <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, and I stopped working on our other soundboard, which I should get back to it. Yeah, get back, back to it. Otherwise... <laughs> it wasn't a fun. Um, but yeah, Giannis did it and he's incredible, man. Like that last, that last game was one of the best ever finals performances, just even regular playoff performances of all time. Like Giannis was putting up prime Shaquille O'Neal type stats. And if you're like into stats, then come on, that's like the best. I mean, it's unbeatable. Well, and to me, the the thing that, that proves his clutch factor in that game beyond all the amazing, the most amazing stat that he was like 16 for 17 from the free throw line. Right. The one it's thing like he couldn't he, do, he did. Yeah. So it was like, he was clearly, he wanted it and he got it, man. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. And um, um, it's hard. And, and we forget, but like he basically like looked like he exploded his knee. Right in the series prior um that had to have been hurting him throughout that series like there's no way that just felt great 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he still did it. And yeah, I don't know. I mean, pretty amazing run because they kept going down in every series. People counted them out and then they just go on a run. And uh, so congrats. Yeah, I, I got a report to you here that um, Bessie the cow uh, was unfortunately milked to death after oh, that last geez. game. But yeah, yeah. If you, you know, weren't listening last week, uh, the cre- because Milwaukee is the cream city, they did a special promo that we advertised where if they won the series in Milwaukee, every fan bringing their own buckets could milk Bessie the cow, a very large cow, and get fresh teat milk after the game unfortunately didn't work out um only she a, sacrificed herself for the greater good she did and wow and she wasn't the only one because some chickens sacrificed their lives because i don't know if you guys saw it but the day after winning the nba championship Giannis went to a chick-fil-a drive through and he ordered a 50-piece nugget so he he earned my love because he, I, that's what I would do. He matched his point total in nuggets from the game before. Yes. And yeah, probably, hopefully he went, I don't know. I usually go Chick-fil-A sauce and Polynesian sauce. Mm. A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. What are you guys do? You know, I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't even know Chick-fil-A sauce was a thing until the last couple of years. I'd always strictly been a Polynesian sauce guy. I also didn't know that. And someone turned me on to Chick-fil-A sauce and I was, I was into it, but I go, I, Chick, I go Chick-fil-A sauce and BBQ. I like the barbecue sauce, even okay. though the Chick-fil-A barbecue isn't like that great. It's like fine, but I'm not the biggest Polynesian sauce fan. That's mm. fair. That's fair. Sorry. Um, I have a problem with that. I know. I know. I'm going to just go ahead and say. You lose. Um, lose the sauce choice. Yeah. Well, it is. I have to say it's my body. My choice. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Respect that, Kevin. Um, But it is. It's incredibly wholesome on Giannis's part that that's that's how he chose to celebrate. Um, and I have to say there are so many hateable professional athletes across every sport. Um, but Giannis is just, he's insanely likable. That's, that's part of what makes this championship great in my eyes. Totally. I agree. There's, um, there's nothing unlikable about him because he's, he's the oldest of his brothers, right? Yes, I believe so. He's, he's got an older brother vibe, and now all three brothers have an NBA championship. They mm-hmm. all got a ring. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But um, going back to, like, the real story here uh, and talking about Chick-fil-A uh, real quick, I have a question for you guys. When you get the sandwiches, mm-hmm. what do you sauce them with? Or do you I, sauce them at all? I... Uh, Definitely sauce them. I go mayo, um, but I have gone Chick-fil-A sauce on the bun because it, there's definitely mayo in there. I don't know what all goes into the Chick-fil-A sauce, but there's mayo. Yeah, I just do mayo I, on my sandwiches. Same here. I just go straight mayo. And I usually yeah. 
peel the pickles off. Yeah, I'll, I'll eat them. Eat. Exactly. I'll yeah, eat Jimmy them separately. Jimmy got no. I, yeah. I, <laughs> I keep the I keep the pickles on, and I nine times out of ten it's just mayo. And once they start doing the spicy chicken, I went spicy chicken. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, I usually go spicy as well. Yes, agreed. I, agreed on my, that front. I think we've talked about it before. I might even throw in a mac and cheese because once they started doing that, I mean, I'd put their mac and cheese up against just about anybody. Um, and I will say, like, not to defend Chick Fil A too much or whatever, but it really bugs me, like, when people are like, they don't even put sauce on their sandwiches, like. Yeah, man, that leaves it open to you to sauce it however the hell you want. You know, it's not that hard. Like when people complain about stuff like that, it really uh, grinds my gears. Yeah, not really. just at Chick Fil A, but like anywhere. You know, it chaps it's a my dumb ass complaint. too. Dumb complaint, and it's like that just shows that they have confidence in their products. Yeah, it speaks right. to the quality of the chicken. But also, it it's. For the consumer, it's better because you can do whatever you want. Like, I don't like going to restaurants where it's like, oh, can you sub out that actually and put this in for me? Because I like that better. Like, that's more of a pain and a problem than a blank slate that you can kind of create and do whatever you want with. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I don't know. I've just heard people bitch about it. And it like, really, it's like, so what? Just dress it however you want. People complain a lot about chick-fil-a and you know about everything but (laughs) but i'm just like look man build a bridge and get over it these are all bad companies but they make good food and that's been pigging out with the lords um but yeah congratulations to the bucks you done did it enjoy it that's cool um you saved your mike budenholzer's job because he was about to get fired at every step of the way. I do. I, yes. And I also, I just want to point out, I think one thing that I don't think any fan likes is that when in America, when a team wins a trophy, the first people they like let celebrate are the owners or the ownership group. Yeah. And that's like the last thing I want to see. Yeah. it's It's terrible. We talked about it before, I think, where it's like in soccer, I feel like they get it where it's like they give the trophy to the captain of the team Mm -hmm. and the captain joins the rest of the team and they pick up the trophy because they're the ones that did it. No, not some billionaire douchebag who some some old fat white guy. Yeah. And I think yeah, I think like international soccer gets it the most because they're whenever someone wins a league trophy. They, they do what you just said, and then they, like, raise it up, and the crowds go insane. Mm-hmm. There's, like, fireworks. They take it around the stadium. It's very exciting. Watching the Bucks win, it was so anticlimactic to me. Because, yeah. first of all, the game was basically in hand. The outside, people were going insane. In the arena, it seemed like it just kind of, like, people were just standing there waiting for a celebration. Then we had to – a bunch of people came on the court. Then these, like, schlubby – older white guys came up to accept the trophy. One of whom who seemed pretty soused. Um, (laughs) And they talked about, it's like, no one gives a shit. Like, yeah, great. You fielded, like you, you shelled out the money to make a great team. You hired good people. Fine. But no one watched because of you. 
Yeah. Um, we were watching because of Giannis and the team around him, Chris Middleton and uh, Drew Holiday. Pat yeah, Connaughton. like the the NHL does it right too, because um, they give the Stanley Cup, I believe, to the captain as well, and then the whole team skates around with it, which is great. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. baseball, football, basketball in the states where they i don't know when it happened because i don't know if it was always the case but now it seems like every time they they win you see some some blue-haired white guy come up yeah they give it to wesley r edens the lead uh, owner of this bucks uh, ownership group the co-founder of fortress investment group and founder of new uh, fortress energy and we all ask, love it we love it yeah i was gonna ask how wesley edens made his fortune um so that's cool. He also owns the esports team FlyQuest, and uh, along with another partner, he's the majority shareholder of the English Premier League club Aston Villa. Mm. Oh, that's uh, Birmingham's team. So he began his career working for Lehman Brothers, who's done nothing wrong uh, ever uh, to this country. <laughs> good guys, the, good the guys. people of this country, especially yeah. around 2008, they were awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where he began working. So yeah, he's a good dude. You know, all finance bros are. And that shows kind of like that these guys are dumbasses. Because if, um, I don't know, if you were in touch with how normal people are and your fans are, if they were like, all right, we want to present the trophy to you first, you'd just be like, no, uh, let the team do it. And then I'll come up and say something at the end. Um, I don't know why, like, Who's getting it? It's just an ego thing, I guess. But let's focus on the positive. Giannis, great job. Bucks, great job. I'm I'm personally thrilled that it wasn't the Nets or the Lakers, and it was like a, a small market team. Right. And come from behind in like every series. Cool to see. Uh, hopefully next year it'll be the Hawks. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And tough ending for Chris Paul. Uh, he'll have to go back and try again. Uh, Phoenix, I think, will be back. They seem like a really good team going forward, a good young team. So Phoenix fans, you know, you'll be all right. Yeah, I. it was cool to see Phoenix get that close. Yeah. They yeah. had some rabid fans, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah, good, so good, good all around – Good all around uh, NBA playoffs. I think. I think it was fun. I know the injuries marred it a lot for a lot of people, but injuries happen all the time, and uh, we got to see some some star some new stars emerge, and uh, some future NBA guys not having a good time. Speaking of basketball, is uh, Team USA at the Olympics because uh, oh, they boy. dropped their first game against uh, France, and uh, not a not not a good start. No, no. I watched uh, that actually. I did. Does watch France that. have any like? Because I know in the past they had like Tony Parker, but do they have any big NBA guys on? Rudy Gobert, Evan Fournier, okay. I think Nicholas Batum also plays on France. They got so, a decent amount of guys. Solid team right there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the U.S. I know they had Kevin Durant. I haven't really kept up. Who else is on that team? Uh, KD had a bad game. He only had like ten points. He was limited to ten points. Uh, Chris Middleton, Devin Booker, and Drew Holiday flew straight basically from the finals to they got there like the day before, the night before to Tokyo. That's crazy. That, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like 
props to them, but I, I feel like, especially because we just talked about how this is the no fun Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a, that's a pretty uh, selfless act on their part. Cause they had the choice of partying and celebrating their trophy or flying to Tokyo and like sequestering in a room and playing basketball more. So, yeah. Well, I think, I think they all think just like a lot of fans and like maybe the players, they all still think that they can just walk in and win by 40 every time. But uh, the rest of the world is you know, getting good at basketball now. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, the U S has the biggest target out of any team. I mean, I'm sure maybe like Serbia and Croatia or some of those teams have like a deeper history of hate, but when it comes to straight up basketball, it's like the U S like everyone wants to knock them off. I mean, even if you don't win the, a medal, it's like, Oh yeah, but we beat, we beat the U S you know, like that's a big accomplishment for them. So Right. And all teams have NBA guys now. You know what I mean? So it's not right. like it used it, to be. Yeah, it's a global sport now, but mm-hmm. this is the birthplace of basketball. And and the U.S. should still win. They're better, but... Yeah. Uh... And they still can. You... It's just one game. What do you think that flight for Devin Booker was like with, with Chris Middleton and, uh, wait, who was the other buck? Uh, Drew Holiday. Little... Yeah. It'd be a little awkward there. Yeah, if I'm Devin Booker, I'm taking sleeping pills immediately, and uh, <laughs> I'll see you boys in Tokyo. Yeah. Is uh, is Giannis playing for Greece, or is Greece no. in it? No, no, no. I don't think anyone else in the finals is uh, is there. Luca just set a record. I think he put up 48 in uh, in an Olympic game. I think it's the highest. Uh, point total from a player in the olympics but um luca also can't get out of the first round of the playoffs so who's laughing now yeah. luca oh yeah <laughs> um i'm kidding i like luca like whatever he's good too but you know team usa could have used a little bit of trey i'm glad he's not there don't get me wrong um but they could have used him but you know they now all they they got to win their next two to get out of the group stage, which they can do. Um, but they just can't relax anymore. They got to play. They got to really bring it. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Or yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'll see because I don't know how much more I'm going to watch of the Olympics. But one will see. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to be the top dog like that because there's really it's basically gold medal or bust mm-hmm. for uh, for the men's basketball team. So a lot of pressure. Yeah, I. It's tough, man. It's like I get that it's good to have stars in it in general. Um, you have a better odd of winning the ratings, which is all that matters anyway to these people. Cause it's all about ratings are good, but it feels like, I don't know. I'm not saying go back to college, but like field. Cause like the big complaint that they have is that like other countries, their teams like know each other. They play each other a lot with each other a lot and practice with each other a lot. So they know each other where the U S gets kind of thrown together uh, last minute. 
And so they don't have chemistry yet and they're still figuring each other out and like what they do. But it's like, you could get us, you could still feel the squad of like NBA guys, maybe not like Kevin, Dur- like all Kevin Durant, all LeBron type guys, but like have them practice like in the off season a little bit from, you know, you can feel that in advance because you know, these guys are good or you just get like top college prospects, like, you know, mix them in with some NBA guys. And then you don't have to rely and hope that these superstars all say yes to playing for Team USA because I understand they want to break too. Like you know they they don't get a yeah. huge break by going to the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. And, I feel like it could be more interesting to have to to I don't know to like handicap ourselves a little bit just to like because yeah it's like it's just the the U.S. men's team is always expected to win because we always have superstars. So it's like it's not really that fun. Cause it's just like, it's, it's, it's win a gold medal or you're, you're a disappointment. So I don't and then know. If, yeah. And then if you lose, everyone comes down on them. And so it yeah, becomes exactly. a whole situation of like, Oh, these guys are terrible. You know, whatever, you know, how we yeah. are with criticism. So then it's like, you're putting them in a bad spot for that as well. So you could sort of protect these guys a little bit and then still yeah. also make it kind of fun. I don't know. No, I agree. They should like, I don't know. Yeah, they should work some college players in, or make it like guys twenty four and under, or something, or do something to like make it a little more interesting. Because like in soccer, for example, like uh, teams don't field like their A team. You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. the A team for Spain was playing in the European Championships just now. Right now they have like an under 23 team basically. So it's like some young, I mean, they, they mix in a couple of old vets or whatever, a lot of times, but for the Olympics, usually it's the young guys that go, it's not the A-list Lionel Messi's, you know, at this point or anything playing there. It's, it's the, it's the up and coming stars. Sometimes some veterans that want to get a gold medal just to get one, but it kind of makes more sense to me. And I feel like in basketball, it could work that way too. Well, all I know is, I just looked it up. The next U.S. game is against Iran. Mm-hmm. They lose to Iran. I mean, I don't know a lot about that team, but I'm guessing they're probably the worst team in the whole thing. Then maybe it's time to change things completely. Yeah, if they lose, we'll all be saying, My God Almighty! <laughs> I will be saying that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking at the all the teams, like, I'm pretty sure like all of these countries have a substantial NBA presence except for Iran and Japan. So I'm guessing those are two of the worst teams, but who knows? Um, Should we move on to a little bases ball? Yeah, if you like. Because there's a lot of bases ball news to discuss. First of all, your Cleveland baseball team has changed its name from the Cleveland Indians, which is their current name has been for a bunch of years. And they're going to change next season to the Cleveland guardians, Mm -hmm. Cleveland Uh, guardians sponsored by Marvel. Uh, No, it's just a happy coincidence. Um, Some nerd suggested the name online a couple of years ago and, they took it and ran with it. 
Apparently it's a nod to some statues on a bridge in Cleveland. Um, and I think they liked it because the font looks very similar. It ends in the same three letters, same four letters as their current team name. Mm-hmm. They put out a new logo that looked kind of like I designed it on Microsoft Paint. Um, so I'm going to give this two thumbs down and say this is a big L for the city of Cleveland. Now, I understand wanting to change the name, move on from the ugly history because they had Chief Wahoo, very offensive mascot for a while. I personally, hot take, I don't think the name Indians was like inherently that offensive or bad, but I get if they wanted to, you know, didn't want to offend anyone. I get it. I don't know. That's just my take. I know... uh... I, and I forget why exactly, but spiders, a lot of people were suggesting spiders. That's um, what people wanted, yeah. That seems like a much better choice, in my opinion, than Guardians. Like, Guardians sounds like an arena football league team or, like, a football team, like a fake made-up football team from, like, a mo- an action movie or something. Or, like, a rec um, league peewee football team. Yes. Yeah, it does not sound like baseball to me or like a space jam team name yeah exactly yeah i'm glad they moved on from the name i'm glad they got rid of the imagery all for that it's great but i don't love guardians i was looking up some of their old names and i didn't know this they used to be called the broncos but it's spelled bronchos which i was Mm. like why not go with that the bronchos i think i'd be be yeah i mean to me, that is a unique. cool name. It's unique. It feels a little minor leaguey, just because it's so quirky. If it was the Broncos, I don't know. I mean, but, it's pronounced Broncos. It's just spelled differently for some reason. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I get it. I mean, they they moved on from Chief Wahoo a long time ago and like gotten rid of that. And I don't know. I'm like, yeah. I mean, there are team names like. Washington changing their name. I was like, absolutely. That's like a really ugly name. Uh, I just personally was like, and I know my opinion, like I'm not affected by it, but I'm like, is that inherently offensive to just have a team called Indians? Yeah, because you're making a group of people a mascot. Right. And they don't want it. So if they don't want it, don't, like, it do is like, okay, a lot like majority, let's say don't want it fine. Um, but like, I don't know. It's like the Seminoles. That's still a team name. Yeah. And but the they Seminole pay them. Okay. So what they, if and they, native Americans they, don't like it? It's just the Seminole nation gets money from them. Okay. So what if they paid all native? What if they made this huge donation? Would that make it okay? Or is that like, well, you'd have to ask native Americans. Okay. I don't know. That's just my take. It's like there's, and I know it's not, you can't equate the two groups because the history is much different, but it's like there's the Celtics, there's the Fighting Irish, there's the, I don't know, what are some other ones? But you don't have a group of Irish um, people arguing, you know, or like true, saying true, that it's yes. offensive. So it's like, if you did, then you consider it. I, I think you'd have to consider it. But like, yes. I don't know. I mean, that's true. I mean, I don't know. 
you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there are native people who like the name, but there are native people. Obviously there are lots of native people who are offended by it. So whatever, whatever the breakdown is, I mean, there probably are more, more native Americans who are offended by the name than, than ones who aren't. Um, Right. But ultimately, like everything else, you know, like these are just big businesses and it's a PR move. So they've Agreed. taken they've taken more and more heat for it over the years. So they're just like, all right, we've just got to protect ourselves and move on from this. And, yes. you know, they're, they're banking on the fact that, you know, if anybody stops rooting for them because of the name change, they're, you know. They're, at this point, they're okay with losing people who will who will stop rooting for the team because they're not the Indians anymore. But they're probably right in a, in assessing that most Indians fans will stay on as Guardians fans, even if they hate the name. Um, right. That said, I don't think it's going to age well in much in the way that like the Washington Wizards hasn't aged well. Like that name is still terrible. To me, um, I don't know. It's just kind of cheesy sounding, but but I, you know, is it better than than offending people? Yes, but right. I don't know. They could have they could have chosen something. Something. Yeah, it's like Disney spiders movie. seem to have the public opinion. From what I was seeing, like people really wanted spiders. Like people were on board for that one. Yeah. And like the logo, the the potential logo things that people put out there look kind of cool and you know you could have done a lot with it but again i famously don't like nicknames for teams i think it's lame and i think it's too family oriented and uh it doesn't matter so yeah i mean yeah there were multiple names i saw floated like spiders i even think rocks even though that's a little <laughs> too close to the drew carey show it's yeah like, yeah <laughs> Something like that could be fun. Something incorporating their rock and roll history or like, I don't know. It's just Guardians is so weak and the it's, logo is yeah, so it's bad. A, it's just generic sounding. It's just way too, it's like, yeah, even rocks would have been better to me. because It's like, it's dumb, but at least it's like, oh, that's kind of like their, that aligns with like their identity as a city, so... Guardians to me makes me think of prison guards for some reason or like you're guarding like a dungeon or something. Cause like, I mean, I don't know a guardian again. I think of like, or the beef eater hat guys outside bucket. Like that's a guardian, right? That's a guard. That's, that's the, what in my head I think of when I hear that name. Yeah. I I have more of like a, like a fantasy novel type association mm-hmm. with that or like, or even like a biblical thing. It's like a myth, a mythological world kind of thing. It's, it's not, it's lame. Um, so yeah, the Cleveland guardians, uh, well, there you go. There you have it. It's a well, thing. Be- now. But before but we go, I was, yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. I was just going to say, um, Diego, like you were saying, how mascots can be lame. Um, and yeah, like, of course, European soccer leagues, most of those are none of those teams really have mascots, right? 
Um, they sort of do, but it's not like prominently displayed, but they have them in this because they there are kids that watch and I get it. You want to appeal to kids and you want to do it, you know? Yeah, but it's not like part of the, the no, club. No, yeah, yeah. In a way, right. right? Yeah. Right. So like that's what's kind of interesting with, with the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. Um, because honestly, that name has kind of grown on me a little bit. Um, I don't know. It's It's kind of dumb, but there's like, I do kind of get the appeal of just having the team associated only with the city. Yeah. You know, and like, I don't know. Sometimes I, it's like, there's, there are a lot of bad mascots. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's like, they could have been better off just being the Cleveland baseball team. Even. Right. I think it really works for American football. Like, I agree, a Washington football team, I'm like, just stay with that. You have good colors. Just, yeah. you, don't need a, you don't need a mascot. Um, I do think in baseball, like the mascot is a little bit, I don't know. I, I don't it's think more can, of a thing. Yeah. Right. I don't think you can split it up. Like you, there's no, a mascot no, no, that yeah. runs around the stadium and does antics. Unfortunately, the Braves have blooper, which is just a weird thing that we've talked about, but their actual, you know, team name, which I'm wearing the Jersey. So, uh, probably a matter of time before this gets changed i would imagine but maybe not i don't know um so they said they're not gonna do it so i believe that this current ownership group and front office won't do it they're pretty conservative and pretty unwilling to bend they seem to want to do other pr things to ingratiate themselves like they just did a whole celebration of the cherokee tribe at the stadium and I think that's their PR move of like, look, we're including the local native groups and sort of like you were saying with the Seminoles, like that's our way to like, Hey, they're cool with us. So don't be mad. Um, Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. There's like, as far as expansion teams go, like the Washington nationals kind of weak. Yeah. There's diamondbacks sort of dumb. Mm-hmm. Marlins, okay, fine, pretty good. Um, it's not but bad. yeah, and I, but um, there's like a friend of the pod, Luke Mayu, made a good point. Like, like I bet you when they announced the New York Mets, the New York Metropolitans, people were like, "What the fuck is this?" And that's one that probably it kind of aged well. Like it's sort of endearing. It's a stupid, dumb name, but it works. Yeah. Um, before we get off this, I wanted to go back because uh, Jimmy, you had mentioned real quick, and we haven't, I don't think we've talked about this in, in the past. You had mentioned like uh, if it was like sponsored the name uh, when we were joking around at first. We never mentioned that Michigan State basketball is sponsored and has been sponsored and will be sponsored for the next five years. Oh, they are the Michigan wait. State Spartans presented by Rocket Mortgage. That's right. I forgot and we had about never that. talked about that, but yeah, man, hell is real and we're living in it. Yeah, that's so weird. Um, Amateurism, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I'm not able to pull up our show sheet, but uh, I'm sure we we're going to touch on some college football topics today yeah. a little bit. Um, we'll get through the the baseball and we'll get to that. Oh yeah, yeah I, mean, yeah. I just there's not a ton to talk about. I'll blow through baseball real quick. It's just uh, we got trade deadline approaching. A big trade was Adam Frazier is now a Padre, the second baseman for the 
uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. So yeah, which the, the Padres didn't seem to give up much. No. Him, yeah. Which is kind of insane. Yeah, I feel bad for the city of Pittsburgh because they love their Pirates, but they've just been suck-assy for a long time and seem to just let any good player go. Garrett Cole. Yeah. Now Adam Frazier. I mean, the list goes on. So uh, the Padres, I mean, that's the division to watch in the NL is the West because – oh, and speaking of, the Pirates just – took two out of three against the first place giants. So that's kind of crazy. Um, what else? Oh, and then, yeah, for our, for our Braves tonight starts a five game series with the first place Mets. So that kind of is going to decide whether they buy or sell. I kind of think if this season so far is any indication, the Braves will win three out of the five, just barely tread water and they'll make like one small ball bullpen addition and that that'll be it and they'll continue to be kind of mediocre for the rest of the season that's my prediction um it sounds right to me actually <laughs> yeah the way this season is going that's yeah yeah i think I they'll they have a double header tonight They'll find a way to beat Strowman and they'll find a way to beat like some of the other solid pitching and then lose to the back end rotation yeah. guys. They'll get yeah. one hit. They'll get one yeah. hit by some guy that the Mets just called up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the Mets are missing DeGrom. So I think the Braves are going to face probably Strowman and then Taiwan Walker and then a bunch of like. And then a bunch of nobodies. A bunch of nobodies who will look amazing against Yeah, they'll the like, no, one of them will no hit the Braves. <laughs> And they'll get like two hits, but they'll win like 22 to three, like yeah, the first that, game or something. That's now their thing is like yeah. they, the offense explodes and it's like, is this the turning point? And then it's like, no, they get one hit the next game. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, what they do. So, yeah, that's kind of. Um, oh, and the other. The Dodgers we story. We don't have to get too deep into it. But, yeah, I just wrote down yeah. that. I just wrote a story today that the Dodgers apparently uh, the majority of the clubhouse wants nothing to do with Trevor Bauer. They don't ever want him back, even though his legal stuff is still up in the air. I think they have really made up their mind. Yeah. They, they, is they, that is that a combination of his legal stuff and his annoying personality? Or is it just strictly because they just don't want to be associated with a guy who does I that don't, type I of don't stuff? know. I think because I think it was like anonymous. Um, someone who had insider knowledge of the clubhouse said, that so probably a player i don't know i didn't get the full gist but i imagine his personality didn't help him yeah yeah i was gonna say like you could see it could easily see it being a case where they're like i hate this guy but he's a really good pitcher so i'll tolerate him and then as soon as these allegations came out you're like well i already hate this guy and now i found out he's a total scumbag so yeah fuck him yeah, I heard that uh, the Dodgers thought the other players thought he was just too talented musically, and that they were <laughs> upset by that. And they were like, "He's gonna like leave in the middle of the playoffs to go like record an album." Yeah, um, so we don't he, want him here. Apparently, he yeah. brought his axe, his guitar, into the clubhouse and <laughs> melted their faces in a little across time and space. And from what I've heard, uh, Justin Turner cried for three days and couldn't even play. <laughs> yeah. So. Like, yeah, once it's that and then, you know, you're uh, 
you're allegedly the perpetrator of a violent assault. Um, those two things you just can't, you mm-hmm. know, that's pretty distracting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they, uh, so yeah, the, the, the AL or the NLE at West is the one to watch. The Braves continue their tough stretch coming up. They're probably going to be meddling. I would imagine. I think the Red Sox took three out of four against the Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees um, are falling apart, man. Yeah. Not Didn't good. They, they had a no hitter going and then they lost that. They were winning like four, nothing with into the seventh. And uh, I think it was Domingo Herman was pitching a no hitter mm-hmm. and they ended up losing that game. To the Red yes. Sox. Yes, yeah. that, that's correct. Domingo Herman, another class A citizen who yeah, good guy. treats his he treats his uh his uh loved ones well. <laughs> oh, the Yankees got and Araldus Chapman, another yeah. classy gentleman. Oh yeah. Yes. Um so yeah, that's the the trade deadlines coming uh this Friday at 4 p.m. So we'll see if there's any big any more big moves coming, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, the hot stove yeah. uh, is going to close after uh, after this week. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it seems like the Cubs will be selling off their best guys. So, yeah, I think so. Marlins are probably going to sell a couple guys too. So, check it out. Um, but did yeah. we want to cover? A little yeah uh, the super league that's coming to the united states in college yeah it's basically uh, the same thing uh so uh for those of you who haven't kept up uh the south the southeastern conference the best conference of college football uh is going to be adding two new teams to it uh those being the oklahoma sooners and the university of texas longhorns to create basically a super conference and destroy the Big Twelve. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty weird. Um, I I don't really like it as a fan of college football. I I don't know. I feel like it's I I just feel like college football has over the last twenty years has become a, a haves versus have-nots extreme one percenter sport. And this is just going to exacerbate that where there's just going to be one super conference and everybody else, basically. Um, I don't know. It's weird, man. I'm not a fan. The fun part about college football was always the rivalries, the traditional like yes. rivalries. And those are gone, you know, like because of realignment and, and the business and, and all that. Um, I mean, hell, the bowl games are all sponsorship things now it's no more cotton bowl you know it's like the at&t cotton bowl, whatever you know it's it's all yeah. the, all the all the fun traditionalist stuff that we our generation and older grew up loving that's been gone um this move and, and this isn't i heard this other people talking about this on another sh- television show but i think this move stinks and i think what just needs to happen is college football needs to basically turn into the NFL um, and kind of follow a schedule like that. And I think that would work. And I think it would be fun. I think if college football really wanted to make money and make this like what they're doing that rather than this, 
you do like a league sort of like the NFL and you also have relegation and promotion sort of like in soccer. And, uh, cause like, let's be honest, like Kansas is never going to win. Vanderbilt's never going to win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Oregon states, mm-hmm. you have no chance. Like the, the way things are, you have no chance. Why not make it like so that you can still play in your league and win your title, you know, like the championship or whatever of like the second tier and let the, rich boys win and every now and then maybe you shoot up who knows yeah yeah that's interesting what so by like an nfl schedule what do you mean just make like a 32 league super I had conference heard, yeah i like the way they were explaining it and i and i could be getting this wrong i should have written it down but i was like watching it on tv the other day it was something like 40 you get 40 teams mm-hmm. like you get like 30 or 40 teams and then you have a 16 team playoff at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want, if you want to add the element of like the, the soccer element or whatever, like the bottom three, the bottom five or whatever, it can drop down, you know, and then you have the other teams play a league of, of their own, you know, and you have a few come up and, if, and then a few drop down and, um, and that way you can yeah. monetize the playoffs. You can, you know, you forget about, forget about playing like, you know, Jacksonville state or Valdosta state. You just immediately mm-hmm. start playing in this league and you play good teams and the best you determine the best team that way. I mean, yeah, that, that sounds better than this, like insanely um, unbalanced thing we're going to have now. Like, yeah. If, so if Texas and Oklahoma join the sec, yeah. Like how, how was Vanderbilt and Mississippi state, and and Tennessee of, and South Carolina yeah, just, and yeah, like it's Ole Miss. <laughs> like yeah, I mean it's, it's yeah, it's crazy because like take the two Mississippi schools for example. Like they have been in the SEC forever, basically, and they're they're going to be in a situation where they might have to play Oklahoma and Texas every year, which are like two of the wealthiest. They they already have to play like Bama and LSU yeah, right. every season, and now they're gonna we're gonna add Oklahoma and Texas to the mix. Just and it's all about money. Yeah, I don't know. It's just they're just like crapping on everything that has made college football awesome for so long. It's uh, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't and like, like and then and then the Big Twelve is gone. Like what is yeah. there already like not even 12 teams there as we speak, but what do they do going forward? You know, they have to dissolve. Cause it's like adding UCF and Utah and these other teams, like they've said, like, that's not going to do anything. Right. They're, ne- they're never going to make the playoff. The only team that made the playoff out of that league was Oklahoma. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a fan. It's... I don't approve. I think it's lame. I didn't, I didn't like adding Missouri or Texas A&M. Exactly. I didn't like that. And now this is even more ridiculous. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's, it sucks. It's going to be weird. Is there any upside to it or you think it's all down? It's all money. It's the upside is the SEC is going to get more TV revenue and those guys will get richer. But I mean, what, what would be the upside? Cause like, I don't I mean, know. I, That's why I'm curious. If we keep everything the same, Ohio State's going to the playoff for the Big Ten. We know that. Out West, it'll probably be Oregon or USC. And then the other two will have to be SEC teams, I would imagine. Or well, actually, no, because I mean, you have Clemson. 
Well, at this point, though, aren't they? It's pretty much a sure thing that they're expanding to like an eight or twelve team playoff too. I think. Yeah, I know there have been a lot so. of rumblings about that. So they're going to expand the playoff, but I mean, I guess to try and see the upside. I mean, it's going to make for more. You're going to get to see like Alabama play Texas or Alabama play LSU play Oklahoma every season or something. You know, like. That could be cool, I guess. Um, so, you know, so I guess there's like, there could be some fun parts about it, but just the broader implication for like what it means for college football as a whole is not good. Um, yeah. But I guess it could make some, for some, some fun regular season matchups that you, you know, would only happen every now and then. Um, but my argument to that, because it was like similar to the super league it was kind of like because they only happened every now and then that's what made it right fun and for like sure kind of extra but you're yeah. right yeah we're gonna get those more frequently um but then how does that throw off the rest of the schedule because like the sec when they added a&m in missouri it was this whole headache and debate because there's these traditional cross division rivalries Right. That people didn't want to lose like Georgia Auburn is mm-hmm. such a traditional game that mm-hmm. adding teams like that rotation gets thrown off like Tennessee, Alabama play every year and have since right. like whenever, you know, right. um, and those, those games are no longer gonna, no, or I don't know. Exactly. I don't know how it's going to work. I mean, it's going to get thrown off and that, that kind of sucks. Cause like, again, the fun of it is this whole old school traditional thing. That's always kind of been done. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, you're just throwing all that stuff out the window, basically, because there's no way you can keep those those same schedules that you traditionally had. So, yeah, you're just dumping all that um, just to get an even even richer TV deal. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, you're just getting more markets. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's and it also like I mean, they're they're expanding the playoff. It seems like that it, that hasn't officially happened yet, but I, it's all but a sure thing from what I've seen. Um, so college football is just the, the way we grew up with it and what we knew it as is going to be totally different because once they expand the playoff, and maybe that's the right thing to do at this point, but like, like when we were kids, you know, you had to like go have like a perfect season or maybe a one-loss season to win a national championship. Now, especially with the super conference where all these super teams are going to be like knocking each other off and they're going to be multiple lost teams making it into the playoffs. It's just going to be a different thing. It's not going to be the same, quite the same thing of like you had to win every single regular season game was huge because you had to be perfect or almost perfect to win a national championship. Like now, you know, if Bama loses their regular season games to LSU and Oklahoma, they'll still make the playoff, you know, like it's, so it's just the college football that we've all know, always known is not going to exist. And I think this uh, is just the forward. beginning. Cause I don't think the big 10 or ACC are going to stand pat. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. They're going to throw money at other schools to break away from the, whatever conference and join them, you know, cause like they're going to try to compete. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know, I could see like the big 10 trying to lure like Clemson, you know, I don't know some exactly. other big teams. Cause like Clemson dominates the ACC every year. So it's like, why not yeah. come here? There's a ton of money or what or out West. You know what I mean? Like this is the beginning of it. That's why it's like, you know what, let's just make this a freaking NFL two and, uh, and figure it out that way. Cause I don't know, man. Yeah. It, it kind of sucks. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, the ACC only has basically only has Clemson, mm-hmm. and big the Big Ten used to be so much more competitive, but now it's just like Ohio State, and every and now and then not, Wisconsin. Yeah, every like, now and yeah. then, and they never win every, anything. Exactly, and so it's like yeah, those those conferences and those schools are going to want to like Ohio State and Clemson are looking at this being like, well, I want to be in a super conference, you know, like right, yeah. It's crazy, man. Oof. And uh, uh, real quick, because we're we're way past our time, but uh, not way past, but we're past our time. I want to touch on real quick the NFL too, with their new mandate, uh, saying oh, yeah. that uh, you know, basically telling teams that if you have a COVID outbreak um, on your team and it causes you to miss a game the way they did last season, you will forfeit that game you'll take the loss and you'll pay for the expenses of the other team. You'll be responsible for the expenses of the other team and the lost revenue that would have come from that game. So that's, that's creating a lot of buzz and stir amongst the uh, NFL players and coaches right now. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of a de facto uh, vaccination mandate, um, which is interesting because once that was announced, you realize just how many NFL players are anti-tax. Yeah, it's the most conservative uh, league. Yeah, and coaches, because the coach of the Vikings said he, uh, the assistant coach said he wouldn't. Yeah, he'd retire basically. Well, yeah, I think I think they're like letting him go. Like the assistant line yeah. coach on the Vikings, yeah. they were basically like, "Well, then if you're not going to get vaccinated, uh, then we have to part ways." But it's like. So. I want to, you know, you got to, to make it clear, like the NFL isn't doing this for safety. They're not doing it because they care about the players or the coaches. They're doing it because they don't want to lose money. They don't want to lose games. They don't want to lose revenue. That's why they're doing it. Like, don't be fooled and be like, oh, they care. They don't care. It's the league that cares the least about its players. They're just doing this because they don't want to lose any of the Sunday money. And uh, yeah, they're just, they're, they're kind of accidentally right on this issue. The fact that yeah. they're, you know, it's like they're trying to force guys to get vaccinated. That's really just a byproduct of them trying to protect their money. Yeah. Um, and they're working, they're being clever and working around it by saying, like, you have a choice. You don't have right. to get vaccinated. Just don't have an outbreak. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, you, yeah. you can, you can, you can try it. Um, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, because if they really care, they wouldn't have fans in the stadium either. You know what I mean? Like if they're really that worried about yeah, the vaccine, those are going to be packed. They're going to be packed. They're sold out. It's like they <laughs> they just want to make they just don't want to lose money. That's all it is. It's 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 all a scam like that. Um, yeah, agreed. One other thing that we didn't touch on that I think so uh, real quick. So the Oakland A's are threatening to leave Oakland. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, they've been wanting a new stadium for years, and uh, Las Vegas has shown up again and said, "Like, yeah, we'll we'll do whatever you guys want if you want to come here." 
a lot of people are saying it's just a leverage move uh, once again, so that o- the city of Oakland will take taxpayer money and, and build them a nice new facility. Um, I mean, that would be a bummer because Oakland's already lost two yeah. major teams. They lost the yeah. Warriors to San Francisco and the Raiders to Las yep. Vegas. Uh, hopefully they do that. I mean, because, yeah, they are playing in a football stadium. Right. So. I think they're the last team to, yeah. And there's not even a football team anymore. So right. <laughs> I personally would like to see them stay in Oakland, but hey, that's actually, they were originally a Philadelphia team. So right. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I get that they, they want a new stadium, but it also sucks how these teams can extort taxpayers, you know? Especially when the owners have so much money that they could build it yeah. and it wouldn't affect them in any way. Um, they're basically yeah. doing what the Florida Marlins did a few years ago when they got uh, Marlins Park built or whatever. Because they were threatening Lone to leave. Depot Park? Excuse yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was Marlins Park at one it point. It was Marlins Park until like three months ago or something. Yeah. But yeah, they were threatening to leave the city as well. And they did the whole thing and and they they got it to work out. So they're kind of using the same tactics and the same same Right, because it all goes back to um, uh, what's his nuts from the Brooklyn Dodgers who threatened and they didn't take him seriously. They thought he was bluffing. And then now they're O'Malley. O'Malley, that's Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, Anyway. We're, we're over time, but wanted to touch on that because I just realized it was like at the top of our list of things and we never discussed it. So, right. Old um, Moneyball Athletics. Yep. Yeah. And uh, one question I have before we go to why do so many athletes, like so many top athletes, hawk Subway on television? Because Subway sucks. Let's be honest. I well, mean, I've eaten, I eat there and like I've eaten there plenty of times, but it's not good. I, um, I'm, I'm ashamed and scared for my own body at, as I haven't eaten at a Subway in a long time, but I used to eat there quite a bit mm-hmm. and it's now come out because, okay, one thing I'll say, their cookies are, their cookies are great. That is one great. thing they do know how to do. You're right. But the fact that it came out that their tuna is not actually even tuna. Right. And I've eaten that tuna. <laughs> I have too. Um, yeah. And their bread isn't bread, according and to Ireland. Bread yeah. is not bread. And I even heard that they found yoga mat material in the bread. <laughs> Don't know right. how that happened. That's right. So it's fully known that it's a garbage operation. But you're right. They Not to mention think- Jared. They, yeah. The association Jared. with Jared, their spokesperson, <laughs> yeah. former spokesperson. I but think, right and, now they have Serena Williams, Steph Curry, Megan Rapino, Tom Brady, uh, and I'm forgetting someone else. All doing commercials for them. They tricked, I think they they know that their food is like poison, so they want people to have like a, the opposite association. And see all these extremely healthy people, you know, like oh, right. associated with with Serena Williams, not not yoga. <laughs> right, and they tricked. That's been their marketing technique going way back. I mean, obviously, starting with like Jared, is they were just were like, yeah, it's healthy. It's the healthy yeah. option. It's fresh. 
No, but my thing is yeah. like it's not the it's not on the subway end. It's like Tom Brady doesn't eat strawberries, but he's <laughs> agreeing to do subway. You know, and, and I know it's like they're getting paid, but like I don't know, man. It's like you can still you have all these athletes have so much money you can pick and choose what you. They don't promote. give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They're so building just, their they, cryogenic. It's insane. Chamber. It's just insane. It's insane to me. I I don't under, if like Steph Curry, you're better than that man. Come on. They must they must be throwing a ton of money at this. Yeah. Because there's no way Tom Brady has taken a bite of a Subway sandwich in like the last 20 years. He never will. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh it's it's yeah. weird because like they keep showing that commercial a lot, and it's just like and Steph Curry's in one now too, and he can't remember the steak and cheese as being a sub for some reason in it. It's it's weird. It's it's well, it's hard it's to remember. It is. But anyway, I just wanted to ask the question because it's, it's it bugs me every time I see it. Um, there's probably some Epstein money floating around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's bad. Um, yeah, there's a lot more things we didn't get to, but that's going to – I think that's going to wrap it up for another classic up. Oh, yeah. Um, Look, yeah, I luck on your – yeah, I want to apologize to our surfs for not being on camera this week. Uh, but I just want to, you know, say again, just keep an eye on your, your newspapers um, for an exciting, explosive story involving me. Um, and let's just say I hope I hope to be here next week, but I can't make any promises. Right. Good luck, Jimmy. We're, we're praying for you, bud. We're praying for you, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Also, real quick, I want to I want to give a shout out and wish uh, our producer Kyle a happy birthday. Uh, oh, some yeah, of you guys oh, might yeah. know him as a speedy PD. I hope he's getting his little butt spanked by all his family and friends the way you do on birthdays. <laughs> Spank that butt, family. Spank that yeah. butt. Um, happy birthday. Happy birthday, bud. And uh, also check out the Worldwide Sports Radio Network and the app and all the other shows. Uh, yeah, just go to the website, check them out. It's linked in our thing, too, so you know what to do. And, uh, yeah, eat Subway, eat fresh. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Rocket Mortgage is good to sponsor teams. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week for another classic app, you know. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. It it, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network.